today I want to talk briefly about another great novel by a Nigerian author Bushi Emechita The Joys of Motherhood uh, I've also taught this novel many a time and I found my students to be really responsive to it but I've also noticed that in the process of teaching the novel I sometimes also have to teach the, my students to to sort of unlearn their previous practices of reading a novel. Uh, let me explain that. Most of us at least in the American Academy are trained to read the actions of a protagonist in a novel in very individualistic ways. So for example, if a character starts at a lower end in his or her life and then rises above, we read it as a, a narrative of personal development, a development of individual's agency through free will right so i encourage my students to not read this novel simply in individual terms because the main character in the novel no ego uh, ends up living a terrible life and dies a sad and lonely death and if we just read it as her individual actions and her struggles then it becomes sort of a novel of victimhood what i encourage my students to read into the novel is also what emicheta does by highlighting the structural inequalities and the structural cruelties built within the colonial system so nuego in the beginning of the novel lives in the rural part of nigeria she's part of the aibo culture right aibo tribe her father is a tribal chief and she is one of the favorite daughters and she has access to the patriarchal patronage to a point that when she doesn't like her first husband she just comes back home right and then of course she is married off which is deeply patriarchal to someone from her tribe who lives in lagos right um in the capital city and it's her life in the city beyond the pulls and pressures of the native patriarchy that is lived within a colonial space and is defined thus and impacted upon by the colonial structures and by proto neoliberal capital that's being practiced there and let me amplify that okay when she goes to the city her husband works for a white family and he washes their clothes and irons them and that's where nuego first of all has this conflict because she has this idea of masculinity uh, from her tribe from her tribal roots and to her her husband comes across as not man enough yeah because he has been emasculated and he's performing a task his job is what would otherwise be considered a very feminine pursuit you know but she's the one who starts making a living through her trade so here is a woman detached from her native culture who tries to make a living by access to the market now that is a very capitalistic and very neoliberal model of making it in the global or or in a national economy and she's able to scrape together a living as an individual right but what you what we also need to read in the novel is the absolute lack of a safety net 
So here is a colonial space which has been highly uh, capitalized. But the colonizers have not created any kind of a safety net. So, so she cannot access any government provided, you know, healthcare or any other mode of redemption or any other mode through which she could meet her needs if there is an emergency. And that is a reading which is absolutely crucial uh, to the novel. And my mentor, Dr. Robin Goodman, actually in her book, World Class Women, has a wonderful chapter on it because she uses the novel as this example of spaces in the world that are created through international capital and colonization, uh, where the normal development of a social safety net is precluded. It doesn't happen. And then that is what impacts people's lives. And so Nuego's life in the city then is over-determined in so many ways by the lack of government support and by an extreme privatization of life in the city. And, and I think that's important to read in the novel. Another thing uh, significant to the novel is the title itself, you know, Joys of Motherhood. You will read this refrain so many times when women especially are talking to each other. And they constantly keep saying, oh, so-and-so has not yet experienced the joys of motherhood. And that basically tells us through the novel that in this culture, having children, of course, is considered the most important thing for a woman. And women internalize it so deeply that if they do not have children, they feel like as if they are not complete, as if they are not fully realized human beings. But the question that we need to ask ourselves is, could, could the title be ironic because if having children was such a joy and was supposed to add joy to your life we don't see that joy in Nuego's life I mean she has children male and female who grow up right become deeply successful highly successful I mean but still um as she grows old and old and moves back to her uh, village you know she dies alone and it's only after her death that her children come back and throw a huge funeral party and, and honor her. So the question to ask then is, why is it that she doesn't get to have the joys of motherhood? In a traditional culture, would she have had that? So, I mean, think of it this way. If we, if we think in terms of cycles, one reason in patriarchal cultures or rural cultures, you want to have children is because there is a cycle of life. You take care of them when they're young, right? And when you grow old, you expect that your children will take care of you, that they will give you company, they will give you comfort. But since she's living in the city, that cycle is broken. And it's broken because of the way capital works, right? Her children become successful, they go abroad, they get settled there. And so hence, they are not able to be there when she absolutely needs them. So this whole idea of joys of motherhood, which should have ensured for her a comfortable old age uh, in the care of her children is also broken by the new capitalistic system, right? But that broken system 
is not replaced by a state mandated or state provided system of care there are no um, state provided you know old age homes or hospitals or any other social workers who could come and take care of her or at least she could have had access to those so in the absence of the intact family structure which would have given her access to care from her children she has no access to any state provided or any national uh, institutions that could take care of her and no- the novel in a way is also a subtle critique of that how is it that in especially in neoliberal capital uh, when everything is privatized and if the old structures of family and kinship are broken there is nothing there to replace it which used to be the case in advanced capital i mean the advanced capital which was nationalistic in most of the cases the assumption was that the state will collect taxes of course but in return will provide care uh, would provide education and maybe would provide care for the elderly but all of those functions are either privatized or not existent in the post colonies right so most post colonial nations had to transition in the 70s or 80s from a national economy to a global neoliberal economy but they haven't had time yet to build the safety net to build the social safety net that takes care of the people so the novel in a way uh, for me is also a good example of reading that you know what happens to nation states after they gain their independence within the changing and shifting mode of production and and if you remember my talk on ngugi chango you know in devil on the cross he's criticizing the same thing the failure of the nation to fulfill its promise and here we are towards the end of the nigerian uh, colonized uh, state the nigerians have not yet become independent but the system in place put in place by the european colonizers is already racialized of course it's a racist system but also there is no um, hope in that system because the system has not built any kind of a safety net or any kind of redemptive care provided by the state to the people and nuego thus you know doesn't fall through the cracks because there is nothing to fall to she doesn't have access to any of the state provided care and i always read uh, you know read it as a critique of capitalism itself and colonial capitalism then the ending okay the ending is really sad but also very interesting because you know she dies and people kind of give her the title of, of you know of a goddess right and there is a shrine built for her but then her own people you know think that she's an angry goddess that that she doesn't listen to their prayers so here at the end of the novel we have a character who has lived her whole life has struggled her whole life but because of the structural inequalities and because she's living in a time when the nation which is not yet free is transitioning from its native systems of governance and social structures to a capitalistic mode of production she doesn't find a place in that world and 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 so many people in the world fall through those cracks right 
so overall i mean this instead of just reading it as a single protagonist's life and struggles and maybe her failure right or just reading her as a victim you know she is not necessarily a victim i mean she works hard all her life and raises her great children but the question of how the system itself which should create enabling conditions for people like especially people who work hard how the system itself is set in a way that no matter how hard she works in the end you know her life doesn't really become better and maybe we can learn from that you know a critique of neoliberalism itself that maybe this whole mythology that if as individuals we take it upon ourselves to work extremely hard somehow we will succeed is something that is just a mythology and and maybe it will allow us to rethink the world a, a world in which yes we all work hard as individuals but we also work in solidarity with others and where we can have access to state provided care especially in our old age so these are some of the things that the novel helps us think besides you know learning about the ibo culture and learning about the colonial space in the urban spaces you know uh, i think that's these are some of the things uh, that we need to keep in mind while reading the novel now if you have any further questions um, you know just follow the link below this uh, video and post your questions on my website and i'll be really happy to answer those and once again thank you so much for joining me and goodbye